0: Welcome to Quill Sword Blogcast. What are you so scared of? Is it just the kids today? I don't think so. Boomers had similar issues with risk avoidance in the 1980s, but they also had been through the stagflation of the 1970s. That at least explains part of what the boomers' risk aversion was caused by. But not all of it truth is we grew up in a much more comfy modern and entertaining world than our parents did our parents were convinced tv would rot out our brains given what happened in the 60s they may have been right this pattern has repeated ever since we get an ever higher standard of living and an ever more terrifying looming crisis for boomers it was nuclear annihilation Gen X got economic ruin. Millennials and Gen Z got global warming. We're all going to die fat and comfy in our living rooms, rotting out our brains on the electronical miracle of the day. Oh, the horror! Our brains might have gotten a little moldy, but none of the whole-scale disasters ever materialized. There were plenty of small-scale disasters and political and social and economic problems to be dealt with, But so far, no zombie apocalypse. Quite the opposite. Standards of living have risen dramatically worldwide since the 1950s. We are no longer measuring nuclear arsenals in the tens of thousands of weapons. We had 15 years of no appreciable change in the climate. Okay, we also got Facebook, but what do you expect from an imperfect world? I get it. Journalists make their bread and butter by scaring the bejeevers out of everyone. Everything is blown out of proportion. Any legitimate concern shadows becomes shadows of World War III or a new civil war. The sky is falling. Ah! Give it a rest, folks. Are there real world problems? You betcha. The world only comes in size problems. But the constant fear that the end is nigh is just that, fear. It has little basis in reality or reason. I'm a futurist, inasmuch as I have an eschatological outlook anyway. That's just fancy, for I take a literalist view of the end times described in Scripture. I also expect to be wrong. My own opinion is that future-predicting prophecy that isn't conditional meaning that God hasn't set a condition on it, It is probably meant to be viewed from after the events, not in the vaguely similar to what was predicted thing, but as solid proof that the events were predicted. If I am correct, there is probably no perfect view of eschatology. If I am wrong, I'll find out when Jesus gets here. If you've ever read the Revelation you have a pretty good idea of how scary a vision it can be. So why, if I think it is probably meant literally, in as much as it can be, hyperbole is a thing, aren't I screaming and heading for the hills? The end is obviously nigh, right? Wrong. Every generation assumes it knows the future to some degree. All of them have been wrong. Sure, someday, one will be right— But that's not a good lot evidence that, or rather there's not a good deal of evidence that that's happening now. Assume tomorrow is the end and live like you don't expect to ever die. Translation, be prepared. Are you the person you want others to remember? If not, get to work on that. Are you ready if Jesus does come tomorrow? Get ready and always be ready. If an asteroid hits tomorrow, does everyone you love really know that you love them? Take care of that today. What will you be when you grow up? Decide and work toward it. How will you invest to make the world a better place? Find out what better means to you and get busy. Are you investing in your heavenly treasures? Work on your relationship with God. Are you planning to leave the kitties a nest egg? start saving being scared the world will end is self-defeating it's just as sally as pretending that there are no real problems chicken little and the ostrich are both idiots neither does anything that helps themselves or others and they are both wrong assuming the worst doesn't help solve the real problems Hiding your head in a hole only leaves you with your backside vulnerable to a good kicking, which life will come along and give you. The overreaction, either being afraid of everything or hiding from your problems, is what makes you powerless. Fear can be a friend. You want to be able to feel fear that is warranted. That way you don't step into traffic without looking or attempt suicidally stupid stuff. But fear can also be an enemy. When it's constant, you get to the point of hopelessness, and you just stay in bed. Hopelessness is a lie from the pit of you-know-where. There's not going to be a nuclear war. You can sue me if I'm wrong. The common cold is not a plague. Climate change is what climates do. Idiot college students eventually grow out of their delusions of omniscience. We boomers did. But we still need to deal with both Russia and China becoming insanely aggressive. Vulnerable people have to be protected or even better treated so that they can stay healthy. Good stewardship of our environment is just common sense. And a visit to the woodshed would likely solve a lot of Portland's problems, assuming you had a big enough belt. That last one is probably going to need some work, I realize. Point is, life comes with trouble. All lives do. The grass only looks greener, and besides, that's the septic tank anyway. The headless chicken act only makes life more difficult and problems more intractable. As a health department rep, I had patients that really, really didn't want their parents to know that the health department was looking for them. Some solved the problem by calling back promptly and going in when they said they would. Others never called back, which prompted a home visit. Which group do you think ended up having to explain to their parents? Neither wanted to deal with the health department, who would? but the smart ones got it over with and hit the problem head-on. The dumb ones ended up getting yelled at and then having to come into the clinic anyway. We're all inclined to be dumb that way, especially when we're convinced that the world is a big, scary place that is going to come crashing down. But when we look at it square in the eye and realize it's just a problem, not a monster, we can either solve it or endure it or endure it until we solve it life is like that what are you so scared of don't be it probably won't even happen and if it does God is a big God and he can handle the earth shattering zombie fighting he can even handle a bad report card be not afraid the Bible tells us good advice because being scared all the time makes us stupid so don't be afraid Two degrees in 100 years just means a vacation in sunny Canada, assuming it even happens, which it probably won't.